Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Now, an article in today's Irish Independent outlines some of the challenges of raising black children in Ireland. For the parent, there's the question of teaching their kids how to react to racism, unintentional or otherwise, or whether they should react to it at all. Tulawani Akahome lives in Kilkenny and is CEO of Her Genuity. Tulawani, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Uh, could you tell, how many kids do you have, Tulawani? I have four children. Right, OK. And what kind of an age range do you have? Uh, from 20, 22, 20, 18 and almost 10. Right. OK. And and so in, in is there kind of a balance in uh, obviously letting them be aware of of uh, um, uh, of their forebears and, and where they came from and, uh, and uh, who they're, you know, their heritage, etc. Plus also not kind of over uh, uh, over focusing on the colour of their skin. Well, See, the thing there is, indeed, you're right. They should, they should know about their heritage, but it's also important to let them know about their heritage here, as it were. Mm. You know, the the fact that they are Irish as well. So a lot of people sometimes sometimes think that it's an either or thing, yeah. but it is not an either or. They are both. So it is important for them to understand the identity and also understand that they are part and parcel of the Irish community and, you know, that it is, that it is what it is. And when you first came to Ireland, uh, well, you know, was it much of a culture shock for you? Well, in some ways it was, especially in terms, yeah, culture shock, but also value shock. So. There were definitely some parts of, there's some values that are not what I would be used to. And of course, the culture as well. So it was a little bit of a shock. And could you give us examples of what kinds of things? Yeah, for example, well, if children were to call, you say, for example, even now, they would say, uh, my children's friends would say, and I still find that a little bit of something difficult because at home we don't call elder, older people, elders by their names. Mm. We call them, you know, the Mrs. something or auntie and uncle, mostly auntie and uncle. So when people ask me, oh, what's your name? I say, um, Joan's mom or um, Jonathan's mom, you know, so that, 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 that part of it is still something of a, a Something I'm still trying to get used to, even after so many years here. Yes, but yeah, but but I suppose also sometimes the way parenting is done. So we would be sometimes a little bit stricter with our children, and what I see children get away with speaking to their parents and say maybe shut up, mom, or you know don't be silly stuff like that. That it wouldn't be. It would be definitely not what we would do culturally yeah. as Africans. Yeah, and so well, were, yeah. so if you had to find a kind of a some a bit of a compromise between you know those two standards or those two different ways of parenting. Well, yeah, we need to, there's always room for a balance actually because I felt that even being here for so long, I've learned quite a lot in terms of allowing children to have their say. You know that 
what they have to say is just as important as what you want them to hear. Mm. So allowing them to have their say and that bit of confidence that they get from you know, the, the, the respect that we give to them, whether they're children or not, so from the African culture. And I want to say generally the African culture. When I talk about African culture, I'll be talking more about sub-Saharan culture, Black Africa, because we have similar cultures as opposed to other parts of Africa. Mm. And the northern part of Africa. So, yeah, so it's, it's giving them that space to grow in their own confidence because you're allowing them to speak their mind, you're listening, and you're allowing them sometimes, you know, to be some, 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 some that probably would call a little bit rude here and not necessarily throwing up, throwing, getting angry about stuff like that. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's room for balance. But the, at, the bottom, at the end of the day, you want your children, or I'd rather have my children understand their African identity because what is called into question in this context in this geographic context, in, in, in this culture, is where are you from? Yeah. Because you are obviously different. So my children know where they're from, so they're not apologetic and they're not unashamed, ashamed about it. So it's with a very high level of confidence they're saying, I am of Nigerian heritage or I'm African descent, obviously. But they're not, it's not an either or, t- or situation, you know, because... Yeah. We always want them to maybe pick, oh, are you Irish or are you African? Are you Irish or are you Nigerian? But it is both. They are both. So it's helping them understand that concept of dual ethno-identity and working, working with that the best, the best they can. So there are advantages in both. In fact, there are no disadvantages. It's all advantages because they are both Irish and, and, and Nigerian or African. Yeah. So it's helping them understand the identity and helping them embrace those, that, those two identities and living it out authentically every day. And, and is, that, is that, would that be the most common thing that they have to deal with? What do you mean? In, in the, that, that kind of where are you from question rather than, you know, the, like when we say, you know, racism, mm. you know, is it ever explicit or is it more kind of, you know, couched in that kind of, in those kind of terms? ways actually well you find Ireland uh, in Ireland you find while you have systemic racism and a lot of discrimination you find that people would be more covert with those kind of expressions so you you find it and and what I found actually if I could say this is that a lot of people that I have come across they could be it, what, they, what they say could be termed as racism, but it's not because they want to be racist, but because they're genuinely ignorant of what to do or how to express themselves when it comes to people of African descent who are quite obviously uh, different. So sometimes people ask me, should I say uh, you're a black woman or should I say you're an African woman? Which one would you prefer? Or they'll say something and or they could be afraid to say something. And then they'll say, well, I don't know what to say, or rather not say anything at all. Mm. So sometimes it's because of ignorance, but sometimes there is racism everywhere. There's racism in Ireland, without a doubt. And we face it every day, but sometimes, a lot of times it's covert, but sometimes it's also overt. 
Yeah. Though, I mean, you could say that what, what you've described there, those kind of situations, that's just people don't know how to act, maybe because they've never met a person uh, uh, with a different skin colour to them before. Yeah, but you see, when we when we peg everything down to the difference in skin colour and, and that makes us uncomfortable, it's, it's quite ignorant, though. Mm. You know, because every day we encounter people who are different. You know, and the the beautiful thing about humans is that we are all different, even in the same family. But when we always look at the fact that this person is so different from me, and straight away we are looking at the differences and wanting to highlight that, and it sometimes is a disadvantage. Yeah, you know, to the to the growth of communities. And so when you see me, and the first thing you see which it's okay, but the first thing you see and the first thing you want to address is the color of my skin. Then very quickly, I know who you are and I know where to put you, if you, yeah. if you know what I mean. Yeah. So a lot of people, yes, would be curious. If I, why don't you embrace me first as a human being before you think about whether... It's the color of my skin that is different from yours or whatever. But what we find is that when people are uncomfortable with um, difference, then rather than admitting to vulnerability and giving you the room to educate them, they respond negatively. Mm. And then it becomes prejudice as it's, racism, discrimination, you know, it just becomes all those negative things. Whereas if you say to me, actually, how do I, I'm not sure how to do this. I'm not sure how to call you or what would you prefer? Then it gives us a chance to dialogue and communication enhances understanding of one another. It's a bit of a burden, though. Is it a bit of a burden for your children, too? That, they, you know, they might have to, not every day, one hopes, but like every, you know, repeatedly have to kind of explain themselves to people. No. Uh, well, if I speak for my children, and we talk about these sometimes, not a lot, but when they were younger, yes, a lot more. But now that they're older, not as much. But no, it's not a burden because... They understand who they are. They understand that there's no, there is nothing to be ashamed of in terms of explaining. In fact, my daughter would say to you, I am Nigerian. Right. Very, very. That's the first thing she'd say if you ask her, where are you from? I'm Nigerian. So it, it kind of closes every door that you want to open about. So, uh, I mean, originally, because when you say to people, or I was born in, in Kilkenny. Then the next question is, yes, but where are you from originally? Mm. So to close that door completely, she'll say, I'm Nigerian. I was born in Ireland. So what else have you got to say? Yeah. 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 So it's an identity that is not either or. A, 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 a child that is born in Ireland is of nationality, an Irish citizen. Of heritage, they are African. They are both, and they embrace both in the in the in their responses to culture, in their responses to language, whatever. They embrace both. 
It is who they are. We, actually, a listener texted in with this question. It's an interesting one. In, in your experience, Tulawani, have things got better? Are they pretty much the same as for you know when you had your first child here? Mm, well, I think that from my experience, I've lived in Kilken for so long, and maybe because people know me that well, so I don't see it as much. But so I wouldn't say that it's gotten worse. But if I was going to say. I remember that we, we would walk on the streets because we didn't know people walk on the streets and then we'd have um, potatoes, chips thrown at us and we'd have people say, go back to your country and all that. But of course, things are not like that anymore. Mm. Uh, there are <laughs> legal ways to address that now okay. and all of that. That's but a pretty low bar though to improve from. <laughs> <laughs> things are not like that anymore. But you still find occasional person that would say something and uh, or do something and uh, but see we, we we cannot live our lives looking at who is discriminatory or who is racist you just get on with your life mm. but the the thing therefore of people of african descent is that we have to do much more than other people because you have people of caucasian descent that are not Irish, yeah, but are not called out because they're not obviously different, but we are. So we have to do a lot more work, a lot more schooling, a lot more of this, a lot more of being kind, a lot more of being gracious than the average person because we we have this identity to defend, I suppose. Tulawani, thank you so much for speaking with us today. That was uh, Tulawani Akahome there, CEO of Her Genuity, which is a, a, a company that uh, uh, helps uh, African women uh, in business. Moncrief. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Weekdays at 2 p.m. on News Talk.